0: This, 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 the Geekery Update with, the the geekery. Update with Alan,
1: Ryan. the Geekery Update, the Geekery
0: Update,
1: the Geekery Update, the
0: Geekery update. update, the Geekery Update, the Geekery Update.
1: Oh no, they're great. Oh, they're great. Alright, well I've started the live, it's about two minutes early. Uh, it's supposed to start at 7, but I went ahead and start at 6.58. I'm ready, I'm gonna start and uh brian should pop on here shortly and then we'll uh join him in on the on the chat but in the meantime i'm going to go ahead and start sharing the video all right Brian Biggs wants to be in your video. There we go. Goldilocks here, y'all. Oh my God. Really? I can't do the hair
0: in my eyeballs things.
1: Jesus. Okay. Well, like usual, I'm going to share everything and you go ahead and entertain everybody, which you can do by just looking at them, I guess.
0: Here, I'll, I'll I'll move it so it's standing upward so it makes more sense.
1: Oh my god! All hey, right. it looks like a
0: helicopter. Look at that! Woo! If I can. Ugh. Ladies and friends, you're too much. Just on the weekends. It's, no, it is not.
1: It's not even the weekend.
0: It's Tuesday. It could be someone's weekend. It's five o'clock somewhere, except it's yeah. Saturday for someone.
1: You like to actually, it's everybody. not
0: actually it's not actually Saturday. I want to make that very clear. Nobody lives in Saturday at this exact moment in time. That's completely impossible, despite all the multiverse knowledge that we have now. Here, I'll try to get them to go back so they're not so annoying. Hold on. <gasps> there we go. Now it just looks like I have two tails, which is whatever. One's gonna stand up. Stand up. Stand up! It's that ludicrous oh. song. You told me to entertain them, so I'm entertaining. Am I entertaining? Yeah. Am I not entertaining?
1: Oh, you're entertaining. Yes.
0: Good. So I'm now sitting there I, in my beanbag chair, naked, eating cheetos,
1: right? You remember that Ludacris song? What was that? You were just stand saying. up, stand up, stand up. I, I think that's how. When it goes. I move, Lu- you move,
0: just like that. Like or is that same. When time? I move, you move. Hold on. Do you know what my favorite Ludacris song is?
1: What move?
0: Y'all are about to be mind blown. I wanna get okay. you in the Georgia dome on the 50-yard line with a Diddy cake retreat. And if you like in the club, we can do it in the DJ booth or in the back of the VIP. Whipped cream of cherry, strawberries on top, like it don't stop. Keep the dough locked don't knock while the boat rock be bots and robots, what they really gotta wait till the show stops. Or how about in the beach the black sand? Linked and the of the back man, table top of just give me the lap dance, the rock to the pocket, the points of the flatland. That man ain't ludicrous. Woo in the public bathroom, in the back of the classroom, however you want it. Love a low in the that see me on a castle and I pass them get a tight grip and I grasp him, I flash him and I'll last them and gonna... I just lost my train of thought. I forgot the words. It, karaoke. I have failed.
1: That that was impressive.
0: I like to do, so I have a karaoke rendition that I do, um, but they have to have these two songs for me to do either of them. So you know that, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, tequila. So oh, I, I like to get on stage, like, super awkwardly and stand there with the list being like, all right, guys, this is, like, my favorite song, so please just go with it. And then i just sit there awkward like dun, 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 for 60 seconds and then tequila uh, 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 right and then i let a few more people do songs and then i do what's your fantasy by Ludacris, and i get up there and i'm like all right guys this is my favorite rap song i've never actually done this in front of people so please please don't judge me and then when the chorus starts i get like super lispy and i'm like i wanna l- l- lick you from your head to your toes and i wanna Move from the bed down to the... So I I play on the awkwardness, and then when the verse starts, I get real into it, and everyone's like, what the heck just happened to this nerd on stage? Alan, I think I just said more in the last 60 seconds than both of us will combine. How
1: much caffeine have you had?
0: None, actually. Really? No, it's been a long day, so I'm using weirdness and humor to get myself... (laughs) I look like Mantis. (laughs) Okay, guys. I'll let my hair out. Uh, Please. I thought it would be okay and that I wouldn't get distracted from it, but I'm sitting here getting distracted from myself, so...
1: Yeah. I'm trying to share things here.
0: There we go. Beggs is in the building. I wish my hair was still braided. there we go do I look pretty because that one person watching comment and tell me if I'm pretty or not just say yes Brian you're pretty because I don't need to deal with any negative Nancy's this evening
1: well on my end there's two people watching and one of them is my mother-in-law
0: oh hi mother-in-law
1: or mother-in-law
0: Allens how would I refer to that I guess she would be your wife's mom so hello Kimberly's mom how's that was that normal Cool. You're just sitting there sharing. I'm sitting here entertaining. So, anyway, like I was saying earlier, I'm sitting there in my beanbag chair naked eating Cheetos, right? And this guy, he comes on the TV and he's staring at me. And he goes, Are you lonely? Like, I'm sitting in a beanbag chair eating Cheetos. What do you think? He goes, Do you feel down? And like, life just can't make sense. And I'm like, wait a second. Wait, just a second. He goes, are you sitting in a beanbag chair naked eating Cheetos? And I'm like, whoo. He's an empath like me. He's talking directly to me. And then he goes, do you have the urge to get up and send me $10,000? And I was like, ha ha. He's talking about someone else in a beanbag chair naked eating Cheetos.
1: You made that whole thing out, didn't you?
0: No, that's a Ron White snippet from Ron White, uh, you know. Tater okay. salad.
1: Alright. I've shared everything here. Okay, Hold let's go ahead As and
0: you're get doing this... this.
1: Let's do yeah. this.
0: Hi mom. Hi mom. I guess oh. third it would be like my fifteenth third in mother in law. So now that
1: this awkward we're gonna go ahead and start
0: you're welcome
1: uh, i'm getting something to
0: stand my phone on don't worry about it
1: okay uh <laughs> well this is the geekery update with alan and brian now let me start over again this is the geekery update live with brian and alan you're brian yeah i am yeah at
0: least last i checked i gave my id to my uh pharmacist earlier so
1: they confirmed it was me. It's been a while since we've done this because Brian evidently forgot what happens when we do the intro. So I'm going to start over one more time. This is the Geekery Update Live with Brian and Alan. You're Brian.
0: I'm Brian, and you're Alan.
1: Okay. I
0: did it wrong. I know. That's exactly. the best we can get.
1: Yeah, This is really
0: awkward. I'm trying to... Here we go. I figured it out. Okay. Everyone... So...
1: As I uh, put on the event page for this and the cover photo, uh, we have three different movies we're going to discuss, and then we're going to go ahead and do some news. This is the, uh, so yes, this is the season, official season three premiere. Um, we've done some lives uh, already, done some rap shows and some pre-shows, um, which I've kind of included as season three on the. The podcast page but this is the official premiere and we're going to go ahead with uh with kind of a new format we're going to keep doing this live but we're going to do like we did in the last seasons where we discuss news so this is kind of a segue where we've got some movies we're going to discuss like we did and we're going to segue into the actual news
0: correct um and i got all of that info jotted down right here in my notepad all right, good deal, because, yes, Brian has... And just so uh, everyone knows, it's not just Marvel news. I found other information out there. Well, good. <laughs> good. Cause Two of them. Brian I'm kidding. Way more.
1: <laughs> um, but this is going to be a regular thing from here on out. Um, uh, I probably won't make as many event pages uh, from here on out, but uh, every other Tuesday night at 7, this is going to be our thing. We're going to go live, and we're going to discuss the news, the geeky news that had happened over the since the last time we we uh, went live. So the three movies we're discussing, um, Space Jam, A New Legacy, um, and the last couple uh, lives, a couple episodes of ours, I kept saying we were going to do a rap show for that. Um, so this is it, but I've also grouped it into the, to these other things as well. Uh, so Space Jam, A New Legacy, Jungle Cruise, and The Suicide Squad. Now, The Suicide Squad just came out over the weekend. So there may be some of you who have not watched it yet, Mm -hmm. but that's okay, because we're not going to do spoilers, not very many spoilers. Correct. If we do we've let him slip, but we're gonna try our hardest not to spoil anything. Right. Jungle I like Cruise, your Thor Ragnarok calendar, by the way. Oh yeah, that's an all MCU calendar. So August is Thor Ragnarok.
0: Interesting um, month for that month.
1: Yeah. Um I so heard the it, don't worry. Next the other one, Jungle Cruise. I believe Brian, you have not watched that, right? Okay. So um, so that, there's that. It's been out for a few weeks. Um, tr- we'll try not to spoil it too much for Brian, but we will discuss a little bit more, maybe more in depth than uh, The Suicide Squad.
0: Yeah, because that's then, the one we have both
1: seen. Right. Uh, well, yeah, we have both watched The Suicide Squad, but some of the viewers may not have. Right. And then the other one, Space Jam, A New Legacy, which I've said we've, for a while, we were going to do a rap show for... Uh, that's been out for a while. Brian, you have watched Space Jam, right? A New yeah. Legacy. So we're, we're good on that. Have you recently watched the original Space Jam?
0: I haven't recently, but I know it by heart because I was that kid growing up. I okay. used to think that I could not go on.
1: Okay, so uh, we... So of course, as discussing a sequel, we will also discuss some of the original, and that also goes for the Suicide Squad, since that is a sequel as well. Yeah, soft reboot, whatever, but it's a sequel. It's so, a sequel. It's a yeah. sequel. Okay, so um, before we get into that, we're gonna do things. We're gonna do some a little backwards. We're gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and start with what we usually end with. All right. So, oh God. yes, this is your obligatory freestyle. Now, all right, okay, so, uh, before we kind of, we focused on, are you focused on just kind of coming up with uh, freestyling something on the spot and to the subject? I'm thinking about
0: Space Jam and Suicide Squad and A Cruise for okay, the Jungle. So,
1: so this one, uh, we're, I want you to focus on something else as well more so this uh so i went back and i've listened to some of your freestyles um so this we need to focus on you actually freestyling to the beat to the beatbox. all right
0: oh i don't know I'm, how to do that i'm white
1: you're, you're great on coming up to the top of your head but your flows are all the same so we need to so this is what we're going to work on okay Word. So gangster I'm if going, you see my head i'm
0: already bobbing
1: go ahead and lay down a beat and you think about the you think about the beat before you go ahead and start. Your topic is basketball, okay? Okay. And then after you after you do your thing, I've got some at the end of that, okay? All right.
0: Cruising through the jungle. Got the rock on my side. Don't know if Emily Blunt's here. Did the Rock Eater, or did he commit a homicide? What's that got to do with LeBron James? It doesn't matter. It's not the same Space Jam, but we're going to talk about it all the same. Look, you got Steph Curry dropping dimes all day to Clay Thompson, who's in the movie Space Jam, A New Legacy. And now I'm robbing the Jim and the Johnson. That's a baby lotion, I don't know what it has to do with basketball, but I'm going to talk about the dimes every time that Dame Dalla drops a rhyme. He's rapping freestyles, evil, great, galore, and bad. We're going to do everything because look at me and Alan. We're both so glad. We're going to talk about some hoops. We're going to shoot like we're dreaming, but we're not Selena Gomez, and I don't know what I'm seeing, but I'm going to end it with this, and this is where this basketball hoop gets the drop. Wait, my name's Steph Curry. I'm at the half court line, so of course it dropped. That was better.
1: I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. I think about it every night and day. R. Kelly doesn't matter because I'm going to sing it through my I Sunday. Right. I believe I can soar. He's the one that can sing. I'm ready. I'm running through that open door. Woo! I believe Woo! I can fly. I believe I can fly. I'd I honestly
0: think... Line. R. Kelly should set sell you the rights to that song because you would make well, that so much better.
1: See, here's the thing with that. Uh, I mean he could use no the money. Longer, we should no longer connect that song with R. Kelly, because no, R. Kelly's a I horrible I don't. He's horrible. I, no, I don't connect the song with R. So, Kelly. That song is synonymous with the original Space Jam. It is. Yes. So let's go ahead and let, let's go ahead and get into that. Uh So Space Jam, A New Legacy, I it should have had a, a song like that. The original had such a great soundtrack. And Space Jam, New Legacy had some sort of soundtrack. But I don't know what there's... Back in those days, you know, the CD was... That was one of the merchandising sub points. Uh, one of the things that really helped boost the... Absolutely. The, and I don't... There might be a soundtrack out there for Space Jam, A New Legacy, but uh, I don't. Probably
0: has like Will Beatty and 21 Savage on it. So it's not full of actual musicians. And I don't, like, it's full of
1: hoobity 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 So uh, before I get more into my thoughts on that, what are your thoughts? On
0: I didn't experience? like it at all. I honestly, I had to keep myself distracted to be into it. <laughs> Um, and I'll be straightforward with everyone. I am a basketball fanatic. Um, I have been watching basketball is the first sport I ever fell in love with. Uh, it was the first sport I was ever good at. Um, and yes, I was actually good at it. If any of my friends from high school for some reason are watching, can you maybe comment and just say how many times I broke your ankles or did a fake, fake pass around your back to make you spin around in circles only to... Not shoot the ball because I wasn't to score anyway. So basketball is my jam, always has been, always will be. <laughs> and I say that because they should have made Space Jam long before LeBron James. They had Shaquille mm-hmm. O'Neal. We, we we've talked about this. Uh, yes, a sequel, straight up. Um, Shaquille up. O'Neal would have been great up. Great uh, Kobe. Oh, would have I been see. E- even better than yeah, LeBron James. Right. My my issue I had with LeBron is that he you gave
1: him justice in the in our we we messaged back and forth the other day about it.
0: Yeah, he so he 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 named himself King James. Yeah. The, me, the media did not give him that title. He gave. I didn't
1: him... know that until I was watching the movie.
0: Yeah. So. Is LeBron one of the greatest basketball players I've ever seen? I'm not stupid, guys. I just told you how much I like basketball. He is one of the most prolific athletes of our – not just our generation, but every generation. He is, from the athletic standpoint, almost bar none. There's almost – pound
1: for pound,
0: there's almost nobody that's ever touched a basketball except maybe Allen Iverson, pound for pound, that is as – And he has an
1: awesome name.
0: Alan Iverson was yes. gangster. And I don't mean that way. If anybody knows, I use the word gangster to as an adjective to describe everything good. So when I say I mean anybody Alan that- Iverson was gangster, uh- I mean Alan Iverson was one of the most incredible basketball players I've ever seen. So is LeBron James one of the greatest basketball players of all time? Of course. Of course. But is he the person I would have put in Space Jam a New Legacy? No. I think Steph Curry should have been there before him. Even Kevin Durant could have gone there before him, but
1: LeBron's not a good actor either. No, LeBron's was, a terrible actor. Yeah, it was. And see, the thing about Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan—he was in all sorts of commercials and everything beforehand. I don't think he was in any movie before that. Uh, Jordan, I think, I think so. you're watching. You could go ahead and uh, fact. Look at that. Michael Jordan's filmography. All yeah. two of them, if there is any. So, but he was in all these commercials, so he had some kind of acting experience. But, okay, so what also had the original Space Jam going for it, it also had, they they put in all these other great actors in there. It had... Um, Bill Murray? It had... Um, sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, Danny DeVito was oh. voice of the villain, yes. And Wayne Knight. Those... Those are comedic geniuses right there. Mm-hmm. What did this new one have? Don Cheadle, and I'm sorry, I'm not a Don Cheadle fan. I didn't, I don't like him as War Machine. Um, okay. I, uh, Terrence Howard was much better. I mean, I know Terrence Howard kind of got into some legal trouble and stuff, so he's he's probably not the best for the Disney image. But I thought he was much better. Uh, James Avery, uh, Uncle Phil, and Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He played his voice on the 90s Iron Man cartoon. And he would be, would have been great in live action, but you know, rest in peace for him as well. Um, But yeah, so, you know, you had those those three very talented comedic geniuses and what does this one have Uh, but uh, Don Cheadle, you know? And I- He is
0: probably the only comedic relief in it, to be honest. He was,
1: no. What I did. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, no. Yeah. (laughs) Hi, Uncle Monty. Hi, Uncle Um, Monty. So, what I did like about this one was I liked the plot. I liked how it was a father son thing. And, like, Mm -hmm. the son was like, you know, I want to be, I want to do video games, but I have a dad who is who he is and he's really pushing me to do basketball, but I want to do video games. And then so he finds a father figure in the Don Cheadle character. Mm -hmm. And so I like that plot and I like how it was, they brought in video games to it. Mm -hmm. I like that. And I really like that it was more than just Looney Tunes. It was the whole WB, you know, they treated it like it was a universe. The Warner Brothers universe, yes. Yeah, they went to these different planets, like, oh, they brought in DC, and they went to the DC planet when it was the whole Bruce Timm style, you know, from the animated series in the 90s and stuff. Mm-hmm. They did a whole thing with Wonder Woman with Lola Bunny. And uh, and then when they were actually playing basketball, like, all oh, the whole crowd was like, that was distracting. Like, it was great, and I didn't like it at the same time because it was distracting because I yes. was trying to pick out everybody. I'll add to that in a second. Okay, like all the Batman villains were in there, all different versions of the Batman villains. Like you had the Danny DeVito uh, penguin, you had the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Freeze. You had the Heath Ledger Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, the Cesar Romero Joker. And so that that was awesome. But it was distracting. Very. Yes.
0: It was very hard to not watch it. And that's what I was saying by that. That was one of the things that there, like toward on the last half kept me interested was, oh my gosh, there's all these like cameos and like Easter eggs and like,
1: oh, I got to watch for everything. Oh my and God. It had more others, other cartoons as well than just Looney Tunes. They had the Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. It was, I knack it. I, I give it a
1: 7.4. I would give it about. A four and a half
0: yeah so I wouldn't say it was I wouldn't say it was terrible I just I'm not gonna watch it again it just wasn't something I would
1: No, when I recommend I was under the impression that Ryan Coogler was gonna be the director Uh, those of you don't know he directed Black Panther that now that's the only movie I've saw of his but I really liked Black Panther Maybe for different reasons why other people liked it but I really liked how that story was told and it, mm-hmm. I like used the same scene, and they went from different perspectives and stuff. I like the whole um, arc for Killmonger and everything. But, like, he directed that movie well. So mm-hmm. I think if Ryan Coogler would have went in there, assuming, you know, from what I know from Black Panther, if he would have went in there with the same script, even with, still with LeBron James and Don Cheadle, who, in this one, did horrible jobs acting, uh, both of them. Which
0: one? Both of them, Both
1: of them. That kid, the kid that plays LeBron James' son, he mm-hmm. was much better than those two put together. Um, but anyways, he could have directed, he could have got more out of their acting because mm-hmm. Don Cheadle. I mean, you know, he's in these Marvel movies with great directors and stuff, and they get some good stuff out of him. Uh, oh, uh, Adrian Sachi, who yo, we're calling her yo. She says, "So, is Space Jam worth a watch ASAP or a Um, it
0: can wait. That would be. I would tell. I would say you could don't spend money on it. But when it does come to that point where it's free on HBO Max, because it is free on HBO Max. So if you have HBO Max,
1: why not take it down? But then it'll come back up when it gets the home release uh everybody who uh, i like to say yo is uh she is our new moderator for the geekery update uh, uh group the it's a private group you can join uh yo is now our moderator i put it uh, yo yeah that's what she said she put it in her welcome post that's what she liked to be called yo yo
0: so, uh, yo. yo
1: um
0: it's easy but, yo
1: So uh, she is, I put out, we put out a call when we started the group. Uh, uh, Joey says, congratulations. I believe she's talking to you. I put, we put out a call for um, a moderator. uh, And I said, it's basically like a fan club president because groups centered around like podcasts and whatnot, like that one is basically the modern day fan club. So we have a fan club president. And so recently uh Yo reached out and so she she's there. She's locked into the position and she's doing a great job so far. Thank you, Yo. And it so, looks like I have a lot in common with her. Uh
0: it sounds like, like you guys like the more nerdy things aligned than me and a lot of most people that I know.
1: <laughs> but yeah, she she's pretty cool. Um so, do you have any other more uh, thoughts on Space Jam before we move forward?
0: No, not really. Just Oh, uh,
1: Yo says, last name is pronounced Soxie. And yes, Yo, Adrian, any of those are fine names, right? Call me. Okay. Adrian! <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so Space Jam. Yeah, I'd give it like a small seven.
0: And... Okay. what i recommend i i recommend it for like my buddy that has kids who like basketball right like that yeah. that's who i'd recommend it to not necessarily like hey did you like the original space jam you should check this out Does it, and, that would be my difference in who i'd recommend it to
1: i and after watching that i thought of ways that i would have wrote it like okay so if i was if Warner brothers approached me and was like okay uh we're going to make a sequel you're going to write it these are the things we want out of it. LeBron James is going to be the star, okay? Sure, whatever. Like we discussed before, I would have chose Shaq because he's actually an actor and stuff. But, uh, but and you know Michael Jordan in the original one, the premise was that he was retired, and so so is Shaq. So, but anyways, if they would tell me, it's about or LeBron James is the star. Um, it's going to be about his his relationship with his son. Uh, it's, we're gonna include video games. We're going to go and include the whole Warner Brothers universe. Go from there. Then I thought of ways that I would write it, and I would connect it more with the original. Um, you know, I would use uh, Danny DeVito's character, or maybe about may, maybe his son is now the villain. You know, and they showed those little the little creatures, the Nerd Lux that become the Monstars. They mm-hmm. had as well, but
0: see, and I missed them.
1: Yeah, if they were in there, you, uh, if you ever watch it again, not like you're really in a big hurry to keep an eye out for that. I'd watch it again to, just to point out all the little cameos. But, like, I would say, like, maybe uh, Danny DeVito's character, his son is now in charge of the, you know, in the original, he had this planet that was all an amusement park. I would say, like, uh, so now he's in charge of it, but, like, maybe amusement parks are the thing of the past. They're, they're not cool anymore, so nobody comes there anymore. So he wants to make it more about video games or whatever. I would go that Maybe. route. But, but yeah. Uh, let's move on. Let's touch Jungle Cruise for just for a second. Since you haven't watched it, um, there's not much I had to say about it. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed Jungle Cruise. But I will say that it's nice to go into a movie not knowing a whole lot about. Like I go to these comic book movies. I watch comic book movies and everything all the time space jam you know we love we grew up watching the original so we had that all i knew about jungle cruise was it was a ride at disneyland and i have watched some documentaries on disneyland because i love amusement parks like i mm-hmm. started a new group called amusement park adventures uh go ahead and check that out if you're interested in amusement parks but like uh like there's on disney plus there's uh a mini series called the Imagineer story I mm-hmm. really recommend that if you're a fan of Disney, uh, if you're a fan of Disney, if you're a fan of theme parks, amusement parks, or both. Check that out. That is awesome. But they, so they talked about Jungle Cruise on there. Uh, that was one of the original rides that Walt Disney came up with. Uh, so, I knew only very little about it. Um, Dylan says, "No trailer for No Way Home, please." Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I'm sure Brian's got some news on that when we get to it. That's on my Marvel list. Okay,
0: this is Marvel, so...
1: DC, miscellaneous. Ah, so so you got it out in the. All right. So looking at the trailers, I knew that The Rock was the captain of this this boat, and Emily Blunt was going to hire him for a uh, for a cruise. You know, for some kind of adventure, and it looked like they didn't get along. They butt heads, and so that's exactly what it was. But there were some twists, twists, and turns in the bend of the river. Uh, yes, and I was very pleasantly surprised, not what I was expecting at all. Um, Christy's not on here, but uh, she usually pops up on her lives, I haven't seen her yet. But I was talking to her about the other day, she said it was the mummy meets Pirates of the Caribbean. I think she might have also mentioned that. <laughs> You over- I'm sorry, me. it's what and what combined? The, the mummy meets Pirates of the Caribbean on, the, on maybe, a boat. Maybe I do need to watch it because the
0: Pirates of the Caribbean is one of my favorite first movies for any franchise of all time, if not my favorite.
1: Dylan says, haven't seen had Kong School Island vibes. Yeah, it did. It did remind me a little bit of Kong School Island. Gosh, I really
0: need to watch this. What's it called? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: Okay, so um, so I give that oh about about an eight.
0: And that's pretty high for you.
1: Yeah, that's pretty high for me.
0: Yeah. Um so well, yeah. let me ask you this, because this this is this is a question that I would have for someone who's seen it, wanting to know going into it. Uh the rock has a very, a very linear way of making movies. In okay. that if you watch san andreas and then you watch doom and then you watch gi joe whatever that one he was in and then maybe watch um jumanji yeah they're all relatively they fall down that same linear rock path and that you know i'm the big muscle I'm right like a right so i envision jungle cruise just based off what i've read being this like anthology of this in essence, new mythology of Del- a ride from Disney. Rampage. Yes, that's another, such an underrated movie. I am so I sorry. That. I won't even talk about that movie because I loved it too much. I loved okay. the video game for it too, though. So that was a huge thing for yeah, me. But
1: Game on Super Nintendo.
0: I guess my question um, would be, did you watch this and did it feel like another rock movie? Or did it genuinely feel like a different... Mythology that The Rock just happened to be in.
1: Um, I mean, it was very Dwayne Johnson central. Okay. Um, had you know, which I would his, expect
0: from his movies. So I did pay him forty million dollars.
1: I haven't watched a whole lot of movies with Emily Blunt, so I mean, it was probably just as much her movie as his. Hmm. Um, Emily Blunt had so there's three members of the 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 whole ride, you know, as you would say. There's three people on the, on the boat. And Emily Blunt's brother is on there as well. And he's also very good. Uh, very very good uh, representation of the LGBTQ community. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Now, um, what I was surprised, so you mentioned uh, San Andreas, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of Dwayne Johnson's co-stars was in this movie, and I was very surprised to see him because I really enjoy this actor.
0: You're not saving Kevin Hart, are you? He's no. not in San Andreas.
1: No, in uh, Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti kind of plays a little bit of an antagonist role. He's and a good actor, too. He's a very, yes, and he was the over-the-top over cheesy Disney villain that you would love.
0: Are you Jack Sparrow or are
1: you not? Well, he didn't have that accent, but he did have an accent. <laughs> okay, so let's let's move on. Uh, Yet, any other questions, thoughts on Jungle Cruise?
0: No, I just, I mean, the fact that Christy, who I uh, have gotten to know a little bit and very much trust, as far as uh, their standpoint of a review from something.
1: Hi, bro. My sure. bro's watching. He says hi, bro.
0: Hi, bro. I mean, like, bro, bro, po- bro, podcast bro. Bro. My bro,
1: but he's actually my brother or bro.
0: Yeah, he's your blood bro.
1: Yes. Anyway, yeah, let's move on to The Suicide Squad. Okay, <laughs> right. The Suicide Squad. And like I said, we're not going to give away any spoilers because it just came out this weekend. So if you haven't watched it, don't worry. I will say that I recommend it very much.
0: 100%. Every single t-
1: time. My two favorite movies this year, my two favorite movies, have both been DC movies. Obviously, that being one of them, and the other one being the Snyder Cut.
0: Oh, that's that's probably my favorite movie of the year for, so far, for sure. Zack Snyder. Mhm. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Alex or Benton, as he's calling himself Ben Ten. He loves Ben Ten. He says it is pretty good. Uh, Yo says. It's not just an extended music video this time. No, it is not actually just an extended music video. We should make a music video. That is a very good point. Because they didn't, see, they made a music video for for the original Suicide Squad. It was 21 Pilots. um, No, we should make a music video. Oh, well, that's what you're saying. (laughs) Yes, maybe. Uh, But yeah, The Heathens was the, uh, the big song for that by 21 Pilots. And the Which music video, uh, Suicide Squad, very much played up with Harley Quinn and stuff, and yeah. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on the Suicide Squad? Spoiler free.
0: The f- Rat Catcher two. I yeah. I, I, I don't I, I didn't get the actress's name Jordick. If you're watching, can you post her name for us? Yeah. Um, she was hands down my favorite part of the movie. Hands down.
1: She was very good, hands down. Um, Daniela, I think is her first name. Daniela.
0: Okay. Uh, I thought Idris Elba was phenomenal. Yeah. I feel like you put Idris Elba and phenomenal in the same sentence. It's going to be one hundred percent accurate every time, every time. Yeah. Uh, let's see.
1: Elba was in an adaptation of one of my favorite movie series, or my favorite book series. Sorry. Uh. I w- the the movie itself wasn't handled very well, but he played a very good role in the Gunslinger. He, yeah, uh, the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. Uh, he was he was the main main character, and he did a very good job. So I really
0: liked. I him. have news on him, but I'll share that with mine. Um, okay. Ratcatcher two, Bloodsport. Uh, I was honestly impressed with John Cena. Mm-hmm. Like. I really enjoyed him, Can't and I'm his- really, no. really looking for the fact that James Gunn is doing the Peacekeeper series. Sign yeah. me now,
1: up. Is that live
0: action or is that animated? It'll be live action. John Cena and oh, starring. Cool. cool. I think they're done filming now. Actually, now that I think about it, as of two weeks ago.
1: I think I saw something about that. Yeah.
0: So, um but the thing I will say about this movie, most without spoiling anything is this is a James Gunn movie. And unless you have seen a James Gunn movie, you have no
1: (laughs) I wore this in honor of this show, but this is my, yeah. yeah. That's an honor. Lest we
0: not forget, uh, James Gunn has taken very (laughs) unpopular characters, because I've shared this before, but anybody that says they were fans of the Guardians of the Galaxy comics before the movie, they're lying to you because they never sold well. Nobody liked the Guardians of the Galaxy. They liked them in their uh, renditions where they'd be with like the Avengers or other cosmos beings. But nobody actually liked the Guardians of the Galaxy comics. They didn't sell. That's, that's why they didn't that's make them.
1: False. Maybe they didn't sell, but there were people that were big fans. Okay, of
0: you're you're right. You're right. May, maybe I'm I'm wording that incorrectly. From the yeah. standpoint of popularity, Guardians never gained attractions They never finished a right. Guardians series. Like and fully, th-
1: with Guardians, the team he used was a more recent team. Like mm-hmm. the actual comics that it started off with was basically in the in the movies. James Gunn made them
0: the Ravagers. Sylvester Stallone, yeah. yeah. Sylvester yeah. Stallone is one of them. Uh, Miley John, Cyrus, that voice. Mm-mm. So anyway, yes. what do you think of Suicide Squad?
1: Uh. Okay. So, first off, yes. Sylvester Stallone is the King Shark. I forget. I'm watching it. I forget it's Sylvester Stallone. He is so so lovable. I knew, I knew. Hon? I, I knew <laughs> that's going in the trailer.
0: In, that's why I did that.
1: I knew going in that I, he was going to be my favorite. And just even though he kills and he eats people and stuff, he's just so lovable. Friend. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's so dumb, but. <laughs> and yeah, he learns, um, but see, King Shark, I I liked him from well, he was on the Flash, and that's he, kind of big. King Shark
0: versus Grodd is one of the best things from the Arrowverse. Yes, hands down.
1: And like that's when I started learning about him, and then uh, there's the Harley Quinn cartoon, which is on HBO Max. Uh, he's great on that. In that, totally different personality, totally different, but. He's great. He's lovable in that. And everything that they I've seen him in, it's always a different personality, but it's great nonetheless. There's Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, one of the DC animated movies because if, if it's one thing DC knows how to do, it's make their animated movies. They've had some good live-action movies, like Case in Point, but their animated movies are very, very good. And so he was a character in there, and like the only thing he says throughout the whole movie is, King Shark is a shark. And we think that's like, I am Groot kind of thing. But then at the end, you learn, well, he can say a little bit more than that. But uh, So King Shark in this, no different. And you forget it's Sylvester Stallone. Um, so with that being said, ah, I said my catchphrase. <laughs> with that being said, uh, there was, so there's a chemistry between Four different actors, four different characters. Okay. King Shark was was not one one of the four, but he was he very he played in there very well. Polka Dot Man was he also played in there very well, but he's not one of the four. And then Harley Quinn is not one of the four I'm talking about, but she's great as usual. I, Can like, I just
0: real quick, Robert Mar Margaret Robbie Margo might be Roy- the single Mar- She might be the single-handed, active, best actress on the planet. And I'm just going to put that out there.
1: Okay. But I like that they actually did some character development. Like, even though these are three different directors, these three different movies she was in, and three different writers, they did some character development. Um, You know, the first one, you know, this was her live-action debut, the character's live-action debut. And so that was everything you wanted for Harley Quinn. And then Birds of Prey. I love Birds of Prey, and I really liked the storyline and everything, and I liked she had development there. And so this built on the development that was created thereforth. Not getting any spoilers, but I will tell you there's. And, uh, yo, yo, she, she says, so excited if the Suicide Squad is redeeming. Yes, it is. So the four characters I'm talking about, the four actors that had great chemistry, of course, John Cena as Peacemaker. Idris Elba as Bloodsport, and I love their uh, their rivalry there. They had this rivalry that was so great. It was like, uh, can't
0: we do the same thing?
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, Daniela, again, I can't remember her last name. Ratcatcher, Ratcatcher Rat two. 2. Her dad was Ratcatcher 1. Which Her dad's also Takiti Whitey? Uh-huh. I didn't even notice that until the end. But oh, t- I didn't t- notice until he started talking. And I heard his accent. I was like, that's Korg. Cool. Yes. And then Joel Kinneman as Colonel Rick Flagg, I did not like him in the first one. like right. you don't even realize it doesn't he doesn't look like the same guy. He doesn't act like the same guy, but it is the same guy and he's so much better than this and he he wears the yellow t-shirt from the from the comics that he wears with the gun straps. And so it's his like they com- had an
0: act, they, it's like they had a director that was a comic book fan or something. Mm-hmm.
1: And then they added to it, uh, there was like some little cartoon with a uh, foreign language. Well, they, they go down to um, oh, one of the South American countries, and I think that's where he gets his t shirt. Okay, so there was a spoiler, I'm sorry. But so there was some saying on there in uh, Spanish, I uh, assume. Or what Portuguese, it remi-
0: if it was South America.
1: Okay. Uh, what What it reminded me of was in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Star Lord has this T-shirt on the whole time, and it's some alien language. It says it on. Uh, says on there. So that's what it reminded me of. But the chemistry between those four actors was so good. I liked uh, Eater Selva's helmet. I was watching it with my father-in-law. We watch most of our movies together. He said. He didn't use the word xenomorph but he said basically it looked like the looks like xenomorph from the alien movies.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also it had a very alien feel with the villain.
1: Which the villain's in the trailer so it's not much of a spoiler to say.
0: Yeah, it's Starro the Conqueror. Starro.
1: Starro the Conqueror. Classic. I think he was in. I think he was the villain for Justice League number 1, the first Justice League comic. Uh, I believe he was the villain for that. Project Starfish, they call him in the trailer. He's a giant starfish. Kaiju vibes, Jordan had said- We've got a Kaiju! And his thing, Star Wars thing is he spits out little starfish, attaches to the faces, and controls them like a hive kind of thing. And that, they did that so well.
0: So that was actually, saying that that was going into that movie the thing I was most worried about I had faith because it's James Gunn and he can make the weird fun but I yeah. was like that is just such a different take on a villain of all the villains you could choose from DC oh. he went with a giant starfish from outer space yeah and it was it was ballsy but I applaud him
1: for doing it well and see and that's so the first movie i had a big issue with the villain like i like the characters in there like will smith is one of my favorite actors so he was great harley quinn of course was great um el diablo was pretty good he Um, was my
0: favorite in that movie
1: oh yeah yeah he was a very mvp of it uh i don't think they had the chemistry like this one they did in this one Do you know why why because they direction yeah
0: direction people don't understand the importance of a director
1: and jared leto was given a, a shitty hand in that
0: 100 percent.
1: yeah and like he they shot so many scenes they said that there could have been a whole joker movie made out of what scenes he had and so everybody's I'm not gonna kill you i'm just gonna hurt you really bad. really bad yes. oh come on we should have seen more of that but like so um yeah uh, so everybody's saying there should be a, an air cut, because, since there's now a Snyder cut. I wouldn't mind seeing it because I want—I would like to see the justice that they did, no pun intended, with Snyder cut. And you know, and then on top of that, they promised Jared Leto's own movie, and then then they go do the Joaquin Phoenix movie, which that movie was great, but I, so
0: I—I haven't—I can't watch it. I haven't watched it in full.
1: It, it's very heavy. It's,
0: it's Yeah, It's you can probably guess why I have a hard time with it.
1: Yeah, I can guess. Uh, but if I was Jared Leto, I'd be a little frustrated because first you cut all your scenes out of the, the movie, and he poured himself into that role, just like every actor does playing the Joker. And then they cut him out and then promise him his own movie, and then you go ahead and you cast somebody else. I mean, <laughs> yes, these are different universes so to speak so there's still a chance jared leto could be but i think he's moved on he's moved on to marvel he's going to be morbius and he's going to be great as morbius the living vampire
0: yes i actually have news on that okay we get
1: to move into that if you uh you have any more wrapping thoughts on the suicide squad spoiler free uh I'd give it an
0: 8.2, which is for you people that know how much I love Marvel. Um, I would put that right there with probably Captain America, The First Avenger, uh, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So, like, right between 10 and 15 out of 30 almost now. Um, so, it, I mean, 8.2 for me is. It's a pass and a recommend for sure.
1: Oh, mom says dad and uncle Monty are bowling right now, and dad got six strikes in a row. Great! That's job, two bro.
0: turkeys. You can That's... you can feed two families for Thanksgiving.
1: There you go, Brian. Good job with your dad joke. Hey, it's about my dad. You give a dad joke. Good job.
0: <laughs> I, I'll I give... give autographs at the end. Don't worry.
1: I give the Suicide Squad a nine. Okay.
0: That's fair, yeah. and I, and I I know that you, like I said, I I really 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 liked it. I didn't necessarily love it. It's not Infinity War, Endgame, WandaVision, right. Loki, but it's 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 comparable to Falcon and Winter Soldier for me. It's
1: my only, I would
0: watch it again. I would watch it again. Only
1: thing I had against it, but this is, but that's James Gunn for you. The only thing I wish I had a little bit more recognizable characters, but James Gunn. He's great for, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, he's great for taking obscure characters and making them big. But he had big-name actors in there in those roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Michael Rooker was in there as well, who plays Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, his brother. Uh, in everything Weasel. Yes, his brother's Weasel. Which uh, was
0: probably, if I have to be honest, Weasel is hands down my favorite character from that movie. It was, and I, I'm not going to say anything beyond that, but holy smokes, he made me uh, laugh every time I saw him.
1: Okay, so yeah, I was going to say, okay, so pick your favorite character from the movie.
0: Uh, Weasel or Ratcatcher 2, for sure.
1: Okay. Mine would be King Shark. He
0: he would probably be my fourth or fifth. Okay. John Cena's Peacekeeper would be my number three. I loved him. I loved him.
1: Um, If there was a tie or if there was a number two, I would say Bloodsport, Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, his, his daughter was played by... um me but there's a movie that I love based off a book that's really cool called A Wrinkle in Time and she plays the main character in that movie didn't so see it he plays, her, he plays her daughter in this one I thought she was going to have a bigger role I didn't know that was going to he she was going to play his daughter mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I so I thought she was going to be part of the Suicide Squad Um, that might be a little spoiler there too I don't know but, so yeah, I really like that movie, so it was cool to see her in this, and very different to see her in this. In an R-rated film, saying some R-rated things, when the last thing I saw her in was a rated PG thing, made, directed for kids.
0: hmm
1: Okay, mm-hmm. let's get into some news.
0: All right, so I'm going to start, because everyone knows Marvel's my favorite, I'm going to start with The Miscellaneous, move to DC, and then we'll finish up with Marvel. And the very last thing we'll talk about is obviously what everyone wants to talk about, and that is...
1: Hey, that's a movie I've actually seen. I assume she's talking about A Wrinkle in Time. All right, so Same, Because I just talked right over you. What was that? Say what you said.
0: again. Oh, so we're going to start with the miscellaneous, then we'll move to the DC news, and then we'll finish up with the Marvel news, and obviously Spider-Man 3 will be the last thing I talk about. So... Uh, first things first, today it was announced that, I wanna, speaking of blood pause right sport. There,
1: pause right there. I, I just want to uh, just remind everybody now from where we're going with this, with the news, this is going to be our format moving forward. So every other Tuesday, Brian and I are going to come with you, and we're actually going to, we're going to come to, that That sounded weird, but um, we're going to actually do a geekery update. I can't believe you said that out loud. Anyway. <laughs> we're going to actually give you a geekery update. Like before, Brian and I would do Zoom conversations and we would go over the news and I would chop them up and uh, their own topics and stuff. This, now we're going to go live and we're going to actually give you a geekery update. So continue.
0: So today it was announced that Idris Elba has been cast in Sonic the Hedgehog 2 as everybody's favorite character knuckles brilliant casting
1: so my casting my thoughts on that is i thought uh i heard a couple months ago it must have been either rumor or speculation or eyeing him but i took it in my small brain that he ate paint chips as a child thanks timmy um i i thought john cena was cast in the role which is funny because Him and Idris Elba are rivals in uh, the Suicide Squad. Right. I thought it would be John Cena. But Idris Elba. Yeah, it was
0: announced today as Idris Elba. So I think that. um, I'm super pumped about that. I think he's – do you want me to talk about the news or just share the news?
1: Well, this is what we do. We talk about the news.
0: Okay, so I think he's a brilliant casting. Uh, He already has kind of this Australian, New Zealand, Outback-type Accent,
1: and, right. Um, and they use that in Suicide Squad.
0: Uh, I forget the animal that Knuckles is. It's like an chinchilla. anchilla Chinchilla, and they're native to that area. So I we
1: Jordic, because Jordic would be right there with everything.
0: Yeah, Jordic would be fact checking us the whole time. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, uh, so native to the outback area. So I think it's gonna have a. I don't think it's gonna sound like him at all. I really think he's coming to the role to make it knuckles but i like he has a deep horsey voice kind of so yeah. no matter the accent he does it's going to be kind of an intimidating and, and by knuckles
1: horsey, by horsey you don't mean
0: i mean like oh, I, interest. Oh, I can't even try to pretend nobody heard that from me but batman, batman. i'm batman <laughs> uh so um some other news uh, if nobody knows, Avatar: The Last air- Airbender was given a live-action um, go pass for Netflix. So the okay. uh, the water, fire, airbending, rock bending, air- earth bending, four seasons. We're gonna get that same thing from a live-action standpoint. Um, I don't know who the actors are that they cast, but Aang, Katara suka and zuko have all been cast officially okay so but you
1: don't know who the actors are or what they,
0: that that was not revealed um, but the it was announced that they do have the cast for the mo- the the series ready to go so okay. which that, when they
1: put the cartoon on netflix it was very it was one of the. It was
0: one of the most popular yeah hands down
1: yeah so a lot of people treat the last airbender as their they're Marvel. They're Harry Potter. Whatever they treat that. That is
0: a very like geeky fandom.
1: Yo says yay. Uh, I assume yay. she's she's uh she gives a thumbs. She's up. an
0: Airbender fan.
1: Now, okay, so I I didn't watch the last live action movie, but I heard it was horrible. Yeah, because night, night Shyamalan was giving it. But and he's done some great things: Six Sense, Unbreakable, are great movies. But this one he didn't do a very good job with so i didn't ever
0: watch the animated series and i probably just lost a little bit of geeky cred with that and i'm so sorry for that
1: a little bit of it but not as much then there's also the legend of korra which is uh, the sequel series right that and i've heard
0: that's i've heard that's so i really need to get into it because I, I i'm sure i would enjoy it
1: um, i watched a little bit when it was actually on uh yo says trying to get travis to watch the animated series but it's slow going
0: yeah, that's, that's my concern with it is because I've heard it's a slower build-up type thing, and you know how I am with patience. What?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so They're some more news says. is uh, we have recently learned uh, the actors and actresses, and this is where I'll end with this news, actors and actresses have a lot of opinions on when and when to not shower or bake. <laughs> that has apparently become very prominent in the last five or six days, so I want, to, I want to come out and say, whoever the genius that sat Jake Gyllenhaal down and said, hey, how often do you bathe? I want to slap you upside your head for giving us the most ridiculous news stories of the weekend.
1: Oh, Thank wow. you for
0: that. I really wanted to know how often the rock showers. Now hey, I, I know. Good. Thank good. you for that.
1: He, he countered that. <laughs>
0: uh, the Bad Batch Season 2 was announced coming out in 2022.
1: And I've been keeping so, up with it, and I'm I'm pleased with it.
0: Yeah, so I am. Uh, it drops the final episode on Friday, and I plan on binge watching episodes because I it was episode five when I stopped. So I'm going to watch six through whatever the end is.
1: I'm very. Um, tell me how what you think of it because I'm very curious how the binge experience is. I've been watching it weekly, so mm-hmm. this. Uh, to see what the binge experience is, I'm very curious on how That's that is.
0: and that's that's why I stopped watching it watching it weekly because I was starting to lose that interest. But yeah. I it's it's Star Wars and I love Star Wars so, yeah. um, I know that I watched the Clone Wars and enjoyed it much more from a binge standpoint than I did week to week. So, so my
1: thought on the Bad Batch is uh, first of all the Clone Wars, like you said, that final season, those last few episodes, where it tied right into. Re- Revenge of the Sith, and then oh, came out somebody from your uh, M- Murphy's multiverse, your buddies there. Uh, one of the guys my made supercut of Revenge of the mm-hmm. Sith and put those episodes in there. And then they've updated it. There's the pilot episode of Bad Batch. They included some scenes from there, and they also included some scenes from Rebels. My hope is. With this Rebels series, okay, so it takes place in the timeline between Clone Wars and Rebels, right?
0: The Bad Batch.
1: It actually bridges the two. No pun intended, because there's a character with the last name of Bridger. Yeah, I Uh, heard that. So in this first season already, okay, so the very first episode we had a young Kanan, and we showed what he was doing during Order 66. Mm -hmm. So we had that. And then, a little bit later, we had a young Hera. Uh, she's the Twi'lek. She's got, like, the tentacles for the head, who, yep. in the original series, uh, there were some Twi'leks. So it was Jabba the Hutt's dancers. Uh, but she Hera, it was on Rebels. So we had a young version of her. My hope is that it actually bridges the two. Like, it started off right as Clone Wars ended. I, I, and-
0: I will chime in. Just the oh. beginning of the Bad Batch was, I, the, first episode, that first 10 minutes when they're going through Order Order 66, Mm -hmm. that was really cool. And that was really well done.
1: Like a Clone Wars episode with that cheesy uh, radio announcer, kind of news update guy. And I thought they were going to do that going forward, but it was just that first episode. Yeah. But so they picked up pretty much where Clone Wars left off. So my hope is that it leads right into Rebels, Mm -hmm. like where Bad Batch leaves off. Is where uh, Rebels picks up, and so then you've got this whole thing that Dave Coloni, Dave Coloni, Dave Filoni, who's the mastermind of all that and also helps out with The Mandalorian, uh, he'll have a whole co- cohesive thing there: Clone Wars, on into Bad Batch, and then on into Rebels, right? So, my that's yeah, my was- hope if they keep picking Bad Batch up with seasons. Which it's Disney plus, and so far they've been doing pretty good with their shows and I, they just did they didn't they pick up? did I didn't they read the The Mighty Ducks Got renewed? Yes, which that also means uh Keenan Thompson had said when season one was still airing, Keenan Thompson, who was in the original movies, he had said, if it gets picked up for second season, I will be there. Mm-hmm. They had the other original Mighty Ducks on in the first season, so some of them. Some, okay, so... Some...
0: I didn't see Charlie, and that really bummed me out.
1: <laughs> ah. See, I, and I never watched the Mighty Ducks movies. I watched the cartoon. The cartoon was B.A. So different. Oh. Oh, yeah.
0: Crime it's... fighters versus a hockey team. But, so, uh, there you
1: go, Damon. What else you got?
0: Um, so, it was announced via the Lord of the Rings, whatever you want to call that new Lord of the... Let me revise that. J.R.R. Tolkien developed something called the Middle-Earth Universe. Okay. There are three ages. There's the first age, which had Morgoth, I believe is how you say it, and the second age was Sauron, and then third age was his eventual return, what we know is Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, etc. So, this uh, J.R.R. Tolkien-inspired Middle-Earth series, because I don't like that it's been given the title Lord of the Rings series, because It has nothing to do with the actual the rings aren't even made yet guys Uh so it's gonna take it's gonna take place in the second age of middle earth um and it was announced that it's going to be debuting on amazon on september 2nd 2022. uh they have spent a stupid amount of money on this Amazon has on this series and their anticipation is to make it a multi-season thing. So whatever happens in season one, my guess is my guess. My guess is it has yeah. something to do with either the fall of Morgoth and the rise of Sauron, or just straight up the rise of Sauron. That, that That's going to be my guess, but that comes out September 2nd, 2022. Anyone who's a fan of Middle Earth, I know Alan, you're not a big fan, which is fine. Uh, the amount of money they've spent on it and the time they've invested in it i have really high hopes as in if i watch episode one and i'm disappointed in the slightest they are going to get a giant raving angry brian on the geekery update and that's about as far as i'll take it so because uh, it's my power
1: i will say this though i'm very happy for lord of the rings fans are as you say middle earth i'm very happy yes for earth.
0: so Up until this series was made it was obviously lord of the rings fans because the hobbit and lord of the rings they take place i think it's like 60 years apart and it's the whole concept is the one ring right so yes lord of the rings call it that that's fine but this series takes place in an age where the rings weren't even made yet so to call it the lord of the rings series is just completely inaccurate and i think uh elijah wood and a couple of the actors from lord of the rings have even stated their confusion as to why it's being called that so I just refer it to the J.R.R. Tolkien Middle Earth. uh, And off the record, as much as a Harry Potter fan as I am, um, as much as I uh, I have Harry Potter tattoos all up and down my right arm, one on my left arm. Harry Potter is my life. It's my number one fandom. No matter what people think about me and Marvel, Harry Potter will and forever be my number one. Okay. What J.R.R. Tolkien did with his creation of the Middle Earth, the stories he invested, the detail. And the attention to everything is astronomically beyond what we have seen, even from someone like Stanley. Rest in peace. But I mean, he created the Elvish language, which is a literal language that you can learn. Okay. It's not like some hootie hava, it's a legit language he created, okay? Like he didn't just create a new language, he created stories upon stories. It has the first age, the second age, and the third age. The Middle-Earth is the greatest fantasy-created fairy tale of our time, of our past times, and most likely our future times. I'm just going to say So props to J.R.R. Tolkien. Um, I really hope Amazon uh, and Warner Brothers is taking care of J.R. Tolkien's family (laughs) Uh, because that guy created something super special. So moving on to some more Star Wars news. Yes. Giancarlo Espanito. I can't even say his name. Uh, John, the guy that played Giancarlo Esposito. John Carlo. Yes. Him. Sh- a great well another one of the great actors of our time. Um, he let it slip that the Mandalorian season three would begin filming soon. Quote end quote. He didn't really give definition. So I kind of time mapped it in my head. My guess is they're gonna film from late September to mid-December, try to get it done before Christmas, which would give it a anywhere between May and August release okay. if they are following the same time frame model that Marvel has and that they only need four to five months to deliver the product once it's finished so, right. so super well, we excited for that
1: the book of Boba Fett to hold us over and then we'll also well, have hopefully have some other
0: things because that Star As Wars fun. yeah they have visions coming out which I'm super excited for Because if you guys don't know what Visions is, it's basically they gave all these small mom-and-pop movie studios uh, the ability to create an animated Star Wars story. So every episode is going to be a completely different story, but it's being created by these small mom-and-pop movie studios, and it's their just story of Star Wars. Is it in the Star Wars canon universe? I don't know that hasn't been really revealed. Um, but that is something I'm super excited for because I love seeing small, big talent finally get recognized. And I, and I, and I, I applaud Disney for doing something like this. Um, I, I think it'd be really cool if Marvel did it, if DC did it, where they just said, hey, you small studios, uh, Studio XWVB Lions, we want you to make a off-the-wall tale on, uh, the Joker growing up with, uh, Harley Quinn in his site from the beginning. I don't know, just some, uh, like, some weird story that, like, you sh- the, we want you to create it.
1: For the record, that would be called Through the Lion's Den Studios.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I said X, Y, Z. I was think I I looked at you, and I was like, I'm panicking, I need a name.
1: So, <laughs> a um, really... And that's what re- my books are under.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I think Visions is going to be really good for Disney+. Plus, and I think, will it be popular? I don't think that matters to them. I think they really just wanted to give these small studios the opportunity to give us some cool content. Uh, so that will be a lot of fun. Yes. Okay, so everybody's favorite comic book company. Because, <laughs> let's be honest, if DC would have done things before Marvel, they probably would have the bigger IP that's just the way it is because they have the more bigger eyepiece
1: things before Marvel
0: you know what I mean a cohesive universe
1: okay all right
0: there there's something to be said about a cohesive universe Would that makes try- sense that turns people on not never Wow.
1: Tim Burton really tried you know he was yeah. going to make that Superman movie where Kevin Smith uh wrote it and Nicholas Cage that's the only issue I have with it Nicolas Cage was Superman and then Michael Keaton was gonna do a cameo as Batman in there, and that probably would have been a cohesive start of a cohesive universe there, but right, that's that
0: was, yeah, that's, that's now. yeah. So, speaking of cohesive universes, so as everybody knows, Matt Reeves is making a new Batman movie, it comes out next March, um, pending any potential delays. And we'll get right. into that, we'll get I'll, I'll get into that when I get more into the Marvel stuff, but. Pending any delays, the Batman comes out March of next year. Uh, they are doing a spinoff series for HBO Max that is set in that Matt Reeves Batman universe. Matt Reeves himself is in charge of that series. Okay. Uh, it's going to focus on Commissioner Gordon and the police force in Gotham. Yeah. Um, but uh, that was given the title Arkham today, the working title. Okay. So there's a lot of speculation that there it's going to be a series focused on Arkham. Which, if that's the case, uh, I, I mean, I think next to Spider-Man, actually, just ahead of Spider-Man, Batman has the best villain rogue gallery. Oh, not even yeah. close. It's incomparable, incomparable. And I don't just mean cool villain. Right. I don't just mean cool villains. I mean complex villains.
1: Well, so that, Deep that villains. A good idea. Because when they first announced it, it almost sounded like they were trying to do a better version of the tv show gotham and that would have just been a bad idea because gotham has a place in the hearts of many people myself included and like just we agree that the best live action joker comes from that exactly yes cameron monaghan well oh you know i was talking about jared leto but uh and yeah zach
0: snyder that's a good point
1: good point i forget about that he in the Snyder Cut version, in that uh, epilogue, that is my favorite Joker. But that aside, Karen Monahan, yes. Yeah. I, th- if
0: so if we see if we see more of that Jared Leto Joker, hands yeah. down, that'll be my favorite Joker, oh. ahead of Mark Hamill's Joker, who's my favorite Joker.
1: Oh yeah, definitely, and he played a very good Skeletor.
0: In yes. Masters of the Universe, I haven't seen it yet, but
1: oh great. yeah, Kevin's. A lot of people are dogging on it but i think kevin smith handled it well um but going back to this batman show so yeah i think it's a good idea that they go ahead and do a uh, you know a different focus than just making it a regurgitated gotham or what they believe is the uh superior version because right. that all seems like kind of something that warner brothers tries to do with dc when they're like oh we had the Arrowverse, but the DCEU is supposed to be the superior version. And, oh, we had uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. Oh, well, now we've got uh, Robert Pattinson. He's going to be the superior version.
0: and so he's going to be the best Batman of all time, though. Let's not pretend (laughs) that we're kidding ourselves. But that
1: seems like something they they would do. So, so, (laughs) you know, it seemed like this is going to be the superior version of the Gotham show. But if they're going to put the focus more on Arkham which on Gotham, they did visit Arkham and did some stuff with that. But if the focus is going to be on that, but have Commissioner Gordon still be a main character,
0: I think that's... So from my understanding, because Matt Reeves was given the Batman is a trilogy. So they didn't just say, make a Batman movie, we'll see how we like it. They gave it to him and said, anticipate making a trilogy. So what I, my if I had a hypothesis about what this show's eventually going to be, is from my understanding, is it's going to be... Just a bit before the movie, that's where it's going to start. And the movie yeah. takes place as Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne had been had been Batman at that point for about two years. So yeah. the movie's going to start, and the Batman will have been Batman for about two years. So the show is going to kind of lead up to that. But my guess is the show is meant to fill the gaps between each movie. Because there's probably going to be some year, some years that jump in between each movie. To, oh, uh, yeah better developed villains so after the first batman two months later when scarecrow for example just a random villain is the main villain in um the second batman movie for example if that's the way it is that we're not like well where was scarecrow during the first movie right it'll it'll give the
1: and it also universe time to develop it also gives them a chance to where they're not trying to feel obligated to put this villain and this villain in the movies? It would give them a chance to, you know, maybe some lesser-known villains or, you know, focus like on. Like Mad Hatter. Oh yeah, definitely Mad Hatter. Um Killer I, know, I, I did. You
0: did you play the? Uh, since we're talking about Batman, did you ever play the Batman Arkham Knight series?
1: I play. Yeah, I play a little bit of it. Um, I'm not a huge modern gamer you know i'm more of the vintage games but right. um i did play a little bit of it i i think i have one of them for playstation 3 but yeah um i really enjoy arkham, it. arkham city
0: is i mean I, I i can't list my top five video games of all time in order i just it's impossible but the batman arkham city and batman arkham knight are two of my top five favorite video games of all time of all time all right and. Um, I really feel like this Matt Reeves Batman universe is gonna be very eerily similar to that. and just okay. it's gonna be dark. it's gonna be brutal. I mean that on <laughs> 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 vengeance. Like I get chills just reenacting that. like huh, it is gonna be and that's what I loved about that scene is it's going not to just be this little kung fu bat it's gonna be the brutal Batman that I was playing these video games with where I would demolish these guys and be like, are they going to wake up or are they dead? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm Batman, (laughs) right? So uh, I think the tone is going to be very different than what we're used to from Batman, even from the Dark Knight trilogy. I think it's going to be very much darker. Um, I've heard speculation. They haven't rated it yet. I've heard speculation that they're considering keeping specific parts in it and making it R-rated. But Warner Brothers is also pushing back a little bit against that because they don't want Batman to be rated R. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but it's again, a... it goes back to it was rated R, and Zack Snyder's Justice League is the best thing DC's, next to Man of Steel, in my opinion, the best thing they've ever made. So really excited for this Batman series. I'm actually going to so, be very into it. Um, I be...
1: I don't know if you have this on your list here, uh, but – Evidently, season three of Titans is uh, the premiere is going to be Thursday. Uh, I didn't realize it was sneaking up that quick on us, but I'm very excited for that. I loved seasons one and two. And now mm-hmm. this is going to be on a new platform on HBO Max instead of the defunct DC Universe.
0: A bigger budget.
1: But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bigger budget. We're going to focus on Red Hood. Looks like we're going to have an accurate, uh, they said they're changing just a little bit about him. But we're gonna have an accurate Red Hood story because you already had the build of Jason Todd in season one and mm-hmm. two. Scarecrow is gonna be in there. Barbara Gordon's gonna be in there. Uh, Scarecrow is one of my favorite
0: villains of all time. Huh? Uh, Scarecrow is one of my favorite villains of all time.
1: I. Scarecrow is the bee's knees. He but, yeah. is. Actually, bee's Fred. Holding... Actually, I'm glad Fred.
0: Fred just asked that. So, because uh, I haven't oh, seen yeah. uh, Titans, is Tim Drake Nightwing in this? Okay. Is he? That's what I'm asking.
1: Oh, uh, Tim. yeah, Tim Drake is going to be in this.
0: So it was recently announced that Tim, and I don't know if it's going to be a, this way in Titans or if it is something to do with the comics, but Tim, uh, Tim, what's his name, Tim Drake? Tim Drake, which is my is favorite. He's L G, Q B T, friendly. Uh,
1: he was, uh, came out as bisexual. Yes. Timmy says, "I'm for Batman going down on Batwoman in the movie. Ma- make it art. <laughs> Thanks for let- making me read that on air. Timmy also says, "Catwoman." I mean, well, yeah. And we affects- uh,
0: we'll leave that one alone.
1: Yeah. So yeah, speaking uh, of that, go on. Um. But yeah, the, the I don't did they say it was Tim Drake's Robin or did it just say Robin? I just read
0: Tim Drake. I didn't. It's not. The, I didn't pull up the article.
1: I'm not going to read that comment, Timmy.
0: Um, Yeah. Oh, we have Timmy's here, everyone.
1: Yeah. Hey, Timmy. Hey, (laughs) Timmy.
0: (laughs) We'll probably be watching What If here in a few hours together. Yes. Uh,
1: What If premieres tomorrow. Or, well, at what, two o'clock in the morning?
0: Three o'clock Eastern time. So, whatever that is for your time zone.
1: Yeah. He's right.
0: It's Dick Grayson. It's Dick Grayson. He's right. It's actually Dick Grayson. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever.
1: Yeah. So you'll, you'll
0: enjoy this one. Doom Patrol is coming out on September twenty-third, season three. And okay. they're gonna drop three episodes at once. Oh nice. And then weekly from there it'll be one episode. So first three episodes of Doom Patrol coming out September twenty-third.
1: Uh um, I need to keep on Doom Patrol. I'm still in first season. But um uh Britton Fraser is awesome on there. Brendan Fraser was just
0: cast in a movie, and I didn't record it, and I wish I would have, but he was just cast in a movie. Yeah. Jordan, where are you at? Timmy, are you watching? Timmy, if you're watching, go to Google, type in Brendan Fraser cast, and it'll probably be the first article that pops up. Just jot in the comments, or Fred, you're watching too. Anyone that's watching, just go to Google, type in Brendan Fraser cast, and tell us what he was cast in.
1: Uh, so Justice Marcus League Scorsese. Two, is Martin Scorsese? What? Martin Scorsese is the director. Uh, Joey says very awkward. Yes, that was.
0: Yeah, the, the the comment section just got awkward.
1: Timmy says I'm not getting good reception, so I'm just pulling out of left field comments. Ah, well, that's there we did. go. Here, I'll uh, look quick, hold on, I got cool. my and while
0: here. while you're doing that, I will roll into this one. Uh, Justice League Two. My chair is, is very- per. As per the Warner Brothers directors, Justice League 2 is still a number of years away, end quote, which if you don't know what that means from Warner Brothers, that's their way of saying we have no idea what we're doing with any Justice League film. We do know we have Aquaman 2 and The Flash coming out, though, soon, so just well, bear with us.
1: So consistent. That, that's the thing. I mean, if well to... I think
0: I think the flash is going to change a lot of, of people's opinions about the DC universe because the flash really gives them the opportunity to explain all the confusion and then go from there with some sort of direction. So the flash is their saving grace
1: yeah but I mean if you don't pay attention to all the things that have been announced opposed to what is what got scrapped, if you just pay attention to what's being released, um, I, I really think that's a better way of going forward with DC, and yeah. they are still consistent. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, this is an article from Deadline. Brendan Fa- Fraser boards Martin Scorsese's *Killers of the Flower Moon* and legendary comedy brothers. So that's two two movies for him. Uh, the Which four- I'm
0: so I'm super happy for him because he's a I love watching him in movies.
1: The former title from Apple TV Plus and Paramount Pictures is a crime drama based on the best-selling book of the same name by David Grant. So that's the Martin Scorsese uh, film, set in 1920s Oklahoma. And then, um, oh, he alongside Oscar winners, Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio, who's been in plenty of Martin Scorsese films.
0: I, I think mean, Leonardo I mean, DiCaprio is his, his, his number one go-to.
1: Yeah. um, And it doesn't really... Let's see if it says any more about the... Uh, oh, Martin, Macon Blair and Ethan Cohen wrote the script for Brothers. That's the other one. Aren't and, they comedy writers? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it said it was a, a comedy. Mad Chance's Andrew Lazar, so whatever Mad Chance is, uh, is producing alongside Brolin and... Dinklage, uh, oh, Peter Dinklage is going to be in the movie, and so is Josh Brolin, and Glenn Close. Oh, that's a yes. a heck of a cast. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there there we go. That's the uh, that's the Fran Fraser there.
0: Um, I do have some good news. I meant to put this in my miscellaneous category, but apparently it ended up in my DC category. I got some good news for anyone that lives in the D- Denver area casa bonita is going to be saved um or it should be saved now because the south park directors just got a 900 million dollar contract to make six more seasons of south park and 14 south park movies so they're right in the dough if they can't save casa bonita they didn't deserve to save it in the first place but i'll also follow it up with after they save casa bonita if they want to slide in and buy the colorado rockies baseball team from mumford brothers and go ahead and like give Denver an actual baseball team instead of a minor league team that pretends they're a
1: baseball team in the professionals?
0: Like that would be great.
1: That would be so great. <laughs>
0: what, put that what, out
1: there. Go ahead and make a basketball league. Remember their movie basketball? Trey Parker Matt Stone had the movie in the nineties. Yeah. Basketball I,
0: gosh that that is so long ago. That's like a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away.
1: Oh well I like I said it was the nineties and that was over twenty years ago
0: you're the 90s
1: well i was i grew up in the 90s yes
0: i grew up at the mid to tail end my first memory was 1993 easter of 1993.
1: that's your first memory okay Mm -hmm. uh timmy i can't uh here we go okay i was gonna say he's got a long comment here and i couldn't i was trying to see more see more butts i Um, can't
0: see any comments i just see my face and yours
1: He's commenting more on the uh, the Robin news. He says, I didn't click, but saw a blurb for by or gay Robin. I think it makes most sense for Tim's character. Tim Drake, not Timmy Flesner. Uh, Though Dick is a man, as a man whore. With the ladies and swinging was his lifestyle in the circus.
0: Thank you for that, Timmy. Thanks for that, Timmy. All right, now but moving I'm not on to- a huge to... South
1: Park fan, uh, so that's great for South Park fans. Like yes, I said, the Lord of the Rings. Uh, uh, whenever, say when South Park first came on, that was like taboo to watch it because it was like, we weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons. So then South Park comes out and that's like 10 times worse. And so, so there's, you know, South Park was taboo. So it was like, oh, let's go watch this when mom and dad aren't, uh, you know, when they're not paying attention. And so, I watched it when it first came out and then Family Guy comes on and that just blows South Park out of the water.
0: Family Guy is so goat, on, man.
1: I was a, I'm still am a Family Guy fan. I will what makes Family Guy,
0: guy so special is that one actor does 90% of the voices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Seth, Seth MacFarlane <laughs> is a walking voice genius.
1: And so... Uh, I wanted to say something on Seth MacFarlane, So he's... Uh, There's somebody he, he was... He's beefing with somebody on Fox News or something. And uh, so he had come out and he had said how he regrets having Family Guy on Fox. And I also wanted to go further with that. So his show, The Orville, which is very good. You know, it it's supposed to be like a Star Trek spoof, but it's like more Star Trek than the current star Trek right now. Uh, it's so good. But, and, but then they ended up moving from Fox to Hulu and they were supposed to have season three for Hulu. Um, but something there, the pandemic has slowed it down. And then there was also rumors of it being canceled. Um, I will say that I'd seen some, uh, that they're doing more com- Orville comics. They did. I got the first Orville series of comics. What took place between season one and season two? Mm-hmm. So they are more Orville comics. I don't know if they're coming out with more of the show. but leaser is that. So. Um, well, you got we, that to
0: hold we'll you over for family. now,
1: because since Seth MacFarlane said that, it might get canceled now. But, but we'll see the fate for Orville.
0: Well, anyway, I'll I'll leave that one alone because that could, <laughs> I could turn that political on accident. Yeah, you know I mean, me.
1: You say the word, you put Fox and News together. That
0: yeah, you, you just you're along. you're you're either gonna make someone very happy or someone very angry. So uh,
1: Joey says, don't badmouth my Star Trek. Well, yeah, don't bad know,
0: Mac, don't bad.
1: Star Trek is awesome, and you know I find a fellow Trekkie in you, Joey. But I don't know if you have watched the current Star Trek, like Star Trek Discovery and everything. Picard is awesome. But uh I don't know there's Discovery and then they have some other spin-offs and stuff too. But Orville is way better than those. Well, Picard aside, because part Picard is really good. I haven't seen it. Yeah, you should. But then again, uh I don't know if you watch a whole lot of next generation.
0: I the That's... only Star Trek I've watched are the movies. So. Oh, well, um... I, I will say the first Star Trek movie, the one that had uh, Chris Pine is yeah, um, Chris Pine, Captain Kirk, and Zoe Salanda is... yeah, that was an that was an amazing movie, and I I, I I will that was incredible.
1: Picking around an idea for the fourth one, they they circling back, I guess, to see Chris Hemsworth play uh, uh Captain Kirk's dad in the first one, just like a little cameo on this before he was Thor. And so now that he's famous with Thor, they're kicking around the idea of doing like a uh, time travel thing, but a bu- buddy cop thing where uh, Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth would team up, you know, father and son thing, but time travel. Can they have
0: Chris Pratt and then like Chris Evans sign on just so we can Christmas. finally have a movie with the four Chrises?
1: Yeah, Joey says, you're right. The current Star Trek, not my thing. But uh, they're so they're kicking around the they're circling back to that idea. There was a X-Men comic that was like that, uh, Cyclops and his dad, Corsair who was part of the star jammers, which are like space pirates. Uh, they did a whole time travel thing with that where it was like, they teamed up on a space adventure. All right. What else you got for news, sir?
0: I'll take a space adventure. All right. Everything from here is Marvel. So, all right. Uh, sheng for anyone that doesn't know how to pronounce it it is per kevin feige sheng not not shang chai like i was saying it for so long it's sheng so the it's legend like, of the ten rings sheng like, uh
1: sheng cheng from mortal kombat
0: yes but sheng so kind of yeah. you know different um it was announced that that's going to be a two hour and 12 minute long movie so that's cool okay. um and then, what was it, yesterday or the day before, it was noticed in two separate posts made by Marvel Studios that in one post that was four days before, it said, only in theaters, check out Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, only in theaters. And then they made a post two days following that, that said check, kind of the same thing, check out Shang-Chi, in theaters. They removed only in theaters. So obviously oh. that opened up the door to, is it going to be Disney plus or is it not?
1: Yeah. And uh, the so keeping an eye on that. Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow being on Disney plus though, where she, because it wasn't in the contract and then they went behind her back and put it on Disney plus. So now she's suing them.
0: Yeah. It so it, what? I, I, right. I want to emphasize this part since that was brought up. She's not suing them because it went on to Disney plus. She is suing them because the contract she had with them stated she was going to be getting her money from the box office, uh, in, uh, the money they make from box office, and because they put it on Disney Plus and literally made I think it was like thirty or sixty million from it, she yeah. doesn't see she doesn't see a dime of that. So what she is suing them for is what they call a breach of contract. In right. essence, Disney Plus knowingly uh had her miss out on profits for the sake of putting it on Disney Plus without reaching out to her in any way to see how they can compensate it. So Which, it's, I don't
1: understand why streaming why they don't include that in with the box office because that's Because when the contract was made
0: streaming wasn't the thing. That was that's never going to be a thing.
1: streaming. And so it really should be included with box office. No, I agree.
0: I 100% agree. I think Disney's dropped the ball on this, and I'll say this till I'm blue in the face. Bob Chepik, the new CEO of Disney, has already dropped the ball twice since Bob Iger has left. Bob Iger would have never seen this. Happen. Well,
1: and then I said, I commented somewhere, I was like, but Bob Iger is secretly organizing his presidential campaign. You want me to get a political? I, I really support Bob Iger as. Darn he's him. a great leader
0: i mean you'd be silly to say he's if nothing else a great leader i mean he he bought marvel studios when marvel. that was was before it was popular yeah he bought star wars before star wars. that was popular Lucasfilm. like he, he he's bought he's made some huge disney plus wouldn't exist without bought. like he has right. made some looking back there they weren't ballsy because they were successful but at the time, they were considered ballsy moves.
1: Yeah.
0: So, I mean, he, I, he, I think he sees
1: the Looking, good. I held everything
0: for a moment. So was someone eye- from the Mobius production. If you guys don't know, Mobius, Mobius, the living vampire, being played by Jared Leto, comes out next year. Uh, someone let slip they were revealing a list of, like. He was talking to me. Basically, he said, "Yeah, you get on set and you see names for the day, like Jared Leto and Michael Keaton, who we both know in the, are in that movie." And then right. he very casually says, "Tom Hardy,"
1: <laughs>
0: implying, "Wait, is Venom in this movie?"
1: Well, which makes sense because Sony is trying for their own Marvel universe, the SMU, the SUMC, Sony's universe of Marvel characters, which would include Mobius. Which would include venom um you know there was the movie silver and black which i'm upset about that i'm not going to touch that right now because we're running out of time but anyways oh we are mobius and venom which is what they're starting with the own universe which will loosely tie into the mcu or the ncm
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, so that would only make sense if tom hardy did a little cameo in there like a uh, samuel l jackson nick fury kind of thing
0: right like just a very brief appearance but yeah. nothing to distract from the film
1: and with michael keaton being in there that's i mean we don't even know if he's going to be a vulture yet or um adrian tunes uh i do we know that oh, well i think you know that because i think you read the lead script was it that one you read the script for? Was that- I'm smiling. No. I'm not. Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. Mobius was one of them. Well, anyways, so that already, if he is Adrian Toomes, that loosely ties it into the MCU. But it only makes sense that Tom Hardy did a cameo because if you're going to build a universe, a cinematic universe, a cineverse, then yes.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: so you that gotta was Yeah. hot
0: so these two news news little new news tidbits these are just rumors they're not confirmed by any means but uh they were both from murphy's multiverse uh charles murphy's team which is if you're not the associated press charles murphy's your best bet for marvel inside news basically uh so it's First thing's rumored is Moon Knight, that Emily Van Camp, a.k.a. Sharon Carter, will be making an appearance in Moon Knight.
1: Oh, yeah. And then the
0: other rumor is Disney Plus slash Marvel is developing a Werewolf by Night series for Disney Plus. Okay. Which would be interesting because if they did that, that could potentially be like a hard
1: PG-13. Yeah. Because Werewolf by Night's no joke. You would tie in Blade with that. You would tie in Moon Knight and all that. You get in the horror. Stuff like up.
0: Mobius. You could you could twist Mobius the into that.
1: Midnight Suns, Ghost Rider, yes. Yeah, as far that
0: is... as
1: Emily Van Camp goes and Sharon Carter. Um, so we had the reveal from Falcon and Amar Soldier that she was uh, the power broker. The power broker. Thank you. Um, so then that would... You would assume that would tie into the Armor Wars show, which would be, which would star Don Cheadle. Um, but it would also adapt the, the comic line, the Iron Man comic line, which they did in the nineties cartoon. Uh, so you would assume that she would be one of the people that are trying to steal Tony Stark's armor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Do werewolves ever go by day? You know what that is a very obvious title. Werewolf by night.
0: Yeah, it's I laughed when I when I saw that. Um, I think
1: Twilight werewolves uh, turned werewolf by day.
0: They can kind of just transform whenever they want. Really it's when the threat of a vampire is near. Why do yeah. I know that?
1: I don't know. You you're I didn't read the books. Benson is Batman, so I assumed you were a Twilight fan. I was
0: fan's not the right word for it i was an interested individual is what I it was
1: the werewolves so yes i was interested in it as well i didn't finish it because they could have packed the uh two of the movies in at least one but well that wouldn't honor the books
0: <laughs> yeah not that i read the books because i don't read love yeah. stories that's stupid um v- so this this was I... interesting see what
1: oh timmy just says the vampires sparkle
0: by day too yeah according to twilight they do yeah um so now i want to emphasize this before i say these names toby mcguire lives in los angeles okay and i want everyone to remember that i want everyone to remember that toby Ma- toby mcguire lives in los angeles okay but kirsten dunst andrew garfield Tobey Maguire and Deborah Ann Woll, who plays Karen Page in the Daredevil series on Netflix, have all been spotted walking to and or from the studio where they're doing reshoots for Spider-Man 3. No way home. So just everybody will chew on that for a second because uh, I have two more things to say, okay. and then or three more things to say, and then I'll end with the Spider-Man talk. Uh, yeah. About a week ago, we got our first look at Christian Bale is God the Butcher from Thor 4. Um, he is pale white. He looks very similar Gore to the... the... Butcher.
1: Gore the God Butcher. You just butchered his name.
0: What did I say? Oh, I just wrote God the Butcher, that's why. Gore the God Butcher, yes. Yes. Uh, so that that was an interesting because it looks kind of like him. Um, oh, here's another rumor, but this was not by Charles Murphy. This was, I believe, by the Illuminati, Illuminati, who okay. is... They're probably between 85 and 90% accurate in terms of what they report and what actually happens, but they said Ironheart could potentially be appearing in Black Panther 2, which has also been reported by Charles Murphy that the cousin of uh, Namor, Namora, is potentially already cast for that movie, which basically, if that's accurate, confirms Wakanda versus Atlantis, that's going to be Black Panther 2, which is going to be...
1: Ironheart and Murphy. So our our Murphy, uh, Dylan, said how uh, he pointed this out, which um, forgot about until he pointed it out. Oh, actually, I did not know that Rary Williams Ironheart is from Chicago. Okay, but mm-hmm. so he brought that up, and it reminded me that at the end, in the post credits of Black Panther, uh, Sherry and T'Challa were setting up a um wakanda, wakanda. in chicago and i thought so, it was san francisco well maybe it was see now that you say that well i think they're also setting up multiple embassies yeah so i think he pointed out like if they would set one up in chicago that's where rary williams would come to play
0: right yeah and we really have at this point no idea how they're handling
1: Timmy says he thought it was in Oakland.
0: Oakland, that... San Francisco—that's the Bay Area. Uh, I... They're two different cities. So I want to make sure I'm pointing that out. They just happen to be right next to each other.
1: Uh, don't, I don't—I don't think so. Oakland is more northern California.
0: No, California. it goes—it so goes San Francisco, Oakland, and then below that is uh, Santa santa something at the san fernando van they're the three big cities and they're all right near each other like the santa maria diets that's like your... santa fe that's not santa fe though
1: you can tell we don't live in california
0: <laughs> what's california um and let's see there's one more little bit so there is another rumor and this is from I'm trying to think off the top of my head i don't quite remember but the rumor was that kingpin Vincent D. Ephorien, whatever his name is. Mysterio. Kingpin will be appearing and or be the antagonist himself in Hawkeye. Nice. Which, if that's the case, makes Hawkeye that much more exciting.
1: Um, I've seen in the cast list that Swordsman is going to be in Hawkeye. And that is Hawkeye's rival. He's also his old mentor from The Circus, which is a a crime organization, which Haw- Hawkeye started off in the comics as a villain for Iron Man. And so he was part of a crime organization called The Circus, in which Swordsman was his uh, mentor in there. And then when he joined the Avengers, Swordsman blackmailed the Avengers into joining them for, for him to join them. But he became a villain slash rival for Hawkeye. So Arison say now it's the Hawkeye show. I really wanted Swordsman to be in there, so it uh, looks like he will be.
0: Let's, I will also point out, because I'm really worried that when people see this, they're going to be turned off by it, but I just want to say it out loud so people have time to think about it and let it manifest because it's happening. Uh, in the comics, Hawkeye is also deaf. So yeah. let's Go- not forget that there is a very good chance maybe or not we don't know they have a icing dog in the show um that he goes uh deaf
1: pizza dog, no, yeah the dog so i pizza.
0: mean if if jeremy renner's hawkeye is suddenly going deaf in this don't be like this is stupid because it's comic accurate finally
1: well um representing uh disabilities the deaf, yes echo echo echo's in it
0: what Echo's going to be in Hawkeye, and she is confirmed as the, for sure, first deaf character.
1: Okay. Oh, and then, well, is she the one in Eternals? Because Eternals is going to have a deaf character.
0: No, that's a, you're right. Um, yeah. I think that's Spite, or Sprite. Sprite. Right. That's a super fast one. Yeah. I, don't, I don't,
1: I'll be honest, I don't know much about the Eternals but, other than I what I've read. No, know Gaiman wrote some on it, and I know Jack Kirby created them. Um... But yeah, so when we were talking about uh, in the first season of Geeky Update, we talked on Moon Knight and how Moon Knight uh, has um, schizophrenia or multiple personality disorder, D- D- differential
0: identity disorder.
1: There you go. And so we, we were um, we we're clam- clamoring. I don't know. We were talking about how it's great that they're showing um, representing disability and whatnot. And we mental accept, health for sure uh, it's to be a superhero you don't have to be super or you know yeah. just because you have a disability doesn't mean you're technically disabled you could right. still be great and super. so and i i made a post about
0: this on geek life a few days ago i don't know if you read it but so i binge watched the falcon of the winter soldier recently yeah and uh there was a scene in daredevil where you had he and stick were fighting bad guys and like the lights went out and something they started losing i was like hold up <laughs> i actually know exactly what scene he's talking about because <laughs> i thought the same thing i'm like wait did, how'd they know the lights went off <laughs> um alan i just derailed
1: oh no oh, my no. brain
0: i don't remember so um i watched falcon and the winter soldier and yeah. I didn't Um, really notice this watching it week to week. And I won't get like super detailed because I want to emphasize, I'm not trying to start a debate or have controversy or anything with anyone, but they handled, if you've seen the show, you already know, but they handled the issue of race and being a black Captain America in today's America. And they did a wonderful job treading the line between in our face and keeping it light while still keeping the story flowing having a wonderful conclusion right that speech captain america gives at the end his first captain america speech is brilliant it's beautiful it's the way they handle it i i seriously can't applaud marvel enough i think it was incredibly ballsy in 2021 to put a product out there that dealt with the issue of race in the way they did and still do it confidently so i applaud them and i say that because after I had noticed that, I started thinking about Moon Knight more and this idea of um, mental health playing a role in the, movie, the the series, like actual mental health. Like WandaVision touched on depression a little bit and, like, grief, but they didn't really right. make the mental health aspect the forefront. And I'm kind of curious if, knowing what we know about Falcon and Winter Soldier, if Moon Knight's going to kind of be Marvel's tread line between the mental health Community and because the the unfortunate thing with the mental health community is there's a lot of individuals out there um, That think things like depression anxiety PTSD bipolar etc are excuses for people to Not get reach their full potential or whatever the excuse you want to use is and If anyone in your life has ever dealt with someone that actually has a true mental health issue, you know, that's a load of crap. So I'm really excited for Moon Knight to come out and potentially tackle this because differential identity disorder is in the best example I can think of is the movie Split with James McAvoy, and he has literal different personalities and each personality uh, works different, moves different, talks different, behaves different. Eats different, tastes different, etc. Right? Um, and differential identity disorder is a real thing, and it's a very rare thing, but it's a very real thing. And I'm super excited that they have tasked Oscar Isaac, who is such a good actor, with dealing with this idea of having three different personalities. Right? So I, I'm just, I'm really excited to see the direction Marvel goes, and that I hope they continue tackling these kinds of issues in that same way. Not the in-your-face, this is what it's about, but we brushed on it, and we want you to know about it.
1: You know, it reminds me of on Doom Patrol, there's a character, her name is Crazy Jane, and each, each, she she also has multiple personalities, and so each personality has their own powers. And <laughs> so that's a very interesting take on it. Uh, Timmy says, my biggest disf- dissatisfaction with Fawz was it needed? A scene with Sam getting Walker counseling after he snapped. Yes, I agree. Especially since that was kind of supposed to be Sam's gig. Yes, exactly. He was. Uh, he worked for the VA for counseling. Uh, oh, that
0: scene where the therapist comes in. She's like, "Bucky, let's go. Sam, you too." And then they have that therapy session.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. I don't know. I.
1: Let's move on. Let's go ahead and start. Wrapping. This is
0: this is the very last one, um, okay. and it's going to be kind of two and one. So, CinemaCon. Just so everyone knows, CinemaCon is coming up uh, uh, August twenty third through twenty sixth. Marvel has a panel, but they've already revealed that they're going to be doing a Shang Chi Legend of the Ten Rings showing. So, oh. don't expect any news from Marvel. Um, but Sony has a 3 hour panel in which they're fully anticipating showing their upcoming projects. Oh, and I awesome. say that because we all know Spider-Man 3 No Way Home is a Sony project. It's yeah. Marvel, but it's still a Sony project. Right. So does that mean I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say Spider-Man 3 trailer No Way Home's coming. I actually want to bring this up because just kind of what I've been seeing on Twitter the, the, the guys that I follow that have much better insight in the movie industry than I ever can dream of, uh, these same individuals are getting worried because when the Venom 2 uh, Let There Be Carnage trailer came out last week, it said coming this fall. It did not have a date. It said coming this fall. The first trailer had a date. Okay, so that raised some red flags, and a lot of these guys are saying that the reason we haven't seen a Spider-Man trailer yet is because they're deciding on delaying it or not. Pending this, and I don't want this to turn into a COVID argument, but there is a Delta variant and it's making a impact in the public eye, right? And the film industry, as we know from the first round of COVID shutdowns, the uh, film industry was very impacted. So am I saying it's going to be delayed? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. Um, I, I've said this a couple times, and I'll just very, very lightly say it again. If it does get delayed, do not be surprised. Don't yeah. plan on it being delayed, but don't be surprised if it happens. And, and, and the reason, if people are curious why they would delay it, it's because everything we know about the movie, If at this point, if you don't think Spider-Man 3 No Way Home isn't about the multiverse then i really really need to know what rock you live under because that sounds like a really exotic place to live
1: alfred molina and jamie Foxx are in it then
0: yeah and alfred molina straight up said straight up said that his doc ock is the same doc ock we see at the end of spider-man 2
1: and kevin
0: feige was
1: pissed oh Jamie Foxx though said that he won't be blue in this. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I wanted so, to. I also wanted to touch on um, just things being canceled or delayed. Lick Biscuit was supposed to be playing in Lincoln here here soon, but they canceled that. Uh, but their Lollapalooza show was. I caught I caught that on Hulu was live streaming it, and I was like the only thing I was able to catch. But it was, I mean, Fred Durst. I don't. You didn't recognize it, but he sounded just like he did. But you don't recognize him with. I don't know if that was a wig or whatever in his old getup. But that aside, they they were awesome.
0: Yeah, I, uh, a- Angels and Arrows was a lot of fun too.
1: Huh?
0: It's all about the he said she said. Yes. So, right. um, with that. Uh, oh, uh, I don't really have actual Spider-Man 3 news other okay. than, um, like I said, keep an eye on CinemaCon at the end of the month. Uh, it, my hype. If, if they were to show the Spider-Man 3 trailer, uh, the 26th is a Sunday, so we would probably have it. They typically release them on Mondays and Tuesdays, so we would probably have it on the 27th or 28th. Uh, if they do show the trailer at CinemaCon, we will probably see it that following Monday or Tuesday. Um,
1: and I've but said like I... that, I would prefer not to be a trailer. I want to go into this movie and just be surprised to see Toad McGuire and Andrew Garfield are surprised about anything.
0: So, if they the way they could get away with doing that, and this is the only way, um, because Spider-Man Far From Home was not very well received. So a Spider-Man 3 movie would need something to bring people to it. All they would need to do is put a picture of Tom Holland's Spider-Man suit, that little spider, like a red background, a black spider and just have yeah. Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Toby Maguire. That's all they would need for a poster and people would flock to it. But the yeah. thing is this movie what well, knowing what we know about it is easily and I'm going to I will eat twenty-four olives stuffed with green peppers. Again, this Spider-Man movie will be Sony's highest-grossing film of all time.
1: Bring in Batman, says Fred. There you go. If you want to bring in the multiverse, that's the way to do it.
0: James Gunn. James Gunn wants to make a uh, Groot and Harley Quinn movie.
1: That'd be interesting. A lot of so- people would love to see a Deadpool Harley Quinn movie. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, you put Ryan Reynolds in anything? I'm, I'm, I'm i I want to see Free Guy simply because of him.
1: But so this, so essentially, this could not, this could be more than just uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming three, whatever you're going to call it. This would be also be Amazing Spider-Man three, and, and it Spider-Man would Spider-Man four. Four,
0: correct. Yeah. And so I've heard not from anyone necessarily reliable, but there are people that have gotten casting rumors correct in the past. I've heard that if Sony had a perfect world, they would give Tobey Maguire to Marvel for Doctor Strange 2 and he would end his Spider-Man career there. Uh, Andrew Garfield would officially get his Spider-Man 3 from Sony. In yeah. the Sony universe that has Mobius and Venom, and then we would keep Tom Holland's Spider-Man in Spider-Man Four and Beyond.
1: Yes, Fred says Spider-Man Four Three Three.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's essentially because yeah.
1: you know we talked about Paul I, M- Paul Giamatti in Jungle Cruise. I think wasn't there rumors that he would reprise Rhino? All
0: right. If what I have read is correct, I know the Sinister Six. Sinister Six. I know the Sinister Six lineup for the movie. I won't say it in case it is accurate, but I will just look at you and do this.
1: (laughs) 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 But essentially, it would be the plot of the movie would be Spider Man going up against the Sinister Six, but the Sinister Six is from the multiverse it's a multiverse of center six.
0: essentially it would be two villains from each of the spider-man franchises comprised of the full, full six
1: so even if you don't have andrew garfield and until maguire in it you're still having from those move pulling from those movies so essentially it would still be spider-man 433 well i mean yeah, Bruce Campbell as Mysterio. In Spider-Man 4, Sam Raimi's, uh, there were storyboards and Bruce Campbell's character from the other movies, because he put him in the others because that was Sam Raimi's start was Evil Dead, Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it revealed that his character, he was to be Mysterio.
0: Right on. Okay, that would be fun. That would be and fun. So- I really like Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio, though.
1: Right. But yeah, it showed Bruce Cable in the Mysterio suit. It was pretty, pretty cool. You know, that's I I'll say in regards to Far From
0: Home, it, it's not my favorite Spider Man movie by any means, but holy smokes, that was a wonderful take on Mysterio and his powers. They did a incredible job
1: and i had read um so marvel's been doing what they call true believers and they'll reprint old comics and they'll slap true believers on the title and it's it for a dollar and so they reprinted when Spider-Man 4 far from home before it was released but when they're hyping it up they went ahead and did that for mysterious first appearance and so reading that um it was very accurate on what they did for the movie it was, of course, they made it, they modernized it were I mean, he was a special effects guy. He worked for, he did special effects in the movies. So to modernize it and say he worked with drones and to do special effects that way. And then he was also, he tried to get the public on his side, make them believe he was a good guy. So he staged these heroics. Mm-hmm. That was, that was very accurate.
0: Yeah, I, uh. As you were talking, I in my head, I, I realized that The Amazing Spider-Man is my favorite Spider-Man origin movie. Okay. Spider-Man 2 is my favorite Spider-Man sequel. Okay. And if all is said and done, like it should be, Spider-Man No Way Home will be my favorite Spider-Man 3 film. So, right. in order, it would be The Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 from Sam Raimi's universe, and then... The MCM, I guess the MCU's and uh, MCM's Spider Man 3. So it'd be kind of ironic that one, two, and three are each from each universe.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, I, I
0: the amazing Spider Man, I I can't remember that, that one that enough.
1: Sam Raimi is directing Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. yeah. which
0: is, according to Elizabeth Olsen, the scariest Marvel movie to date. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, have we had a scary one
1: yet? <laughs> Which, yeah, it will pick up from the events of WandaVision and presumably Loki. Um, but going back on favorites of Spider-Man, I would say Andrew Garfield was not my favorite Peter Parker. But he had my favorite Spidey suit.
0: Hands down. The coolest one.
1: Uh, let us let me read what Joey says, and then I'm going to – let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, it, yeah, think, it, yeah it's, just,
0: it's people's bedtimes.
1: Yeah. Oh. Not mine. Okay. I can't. I can't click on the Seymour. But anyway, she says, "I may not know 80% of what you two are talking about, <laughs> but glad I had some free time to watch you tonight. Very entertaining. Thank you, Joey. I, oh. I can't see more of what you say because I can't click on that on my phone for some reason. But, I can't
0: see the comment. Cause there we go. Done, so.
1: But I'm old, and it's my bedtime. LOL. <laughs> Well, good night, Joey. And yes, it is my bedtime, too. I need to wrap this up because I got to work at 6 in the morning.
0: Excellent. Yeah, I got to work. until
1: 6 in the morning. Um, I did want to say, before we go ahead and close this out, I have a book signing coming up uh, on Saturday. Um, it will be in Beatrice, Nebraska. If you're in the area, go ahead and come by and say hi. Um, if you have some books already from me, uh, bring that, I will sign them. But also, I will be selling my all three of my books there: Hostage 100, Full Steam Ahead, and Sasquatch and the Scorpion. Uh, it will be at CNL Baseball Cards. That's my comic book shop that I go to, uh, where I get all my comics. And so uh, it is Free Comic Book Day that day. So even if you're not in the area, go ahead and visit your local comic book shop and get some free comics. Um, that is. That is a national holiday for comic book geeks. Mm-hmm. But, yes, I will be signing books. So this will be my second book signing. So I'm pretty excited about it.
0: If you're in, what is it? Beatrice? Beatrice.
1: B- Beatrice. Beatrice.
0: Beatrice. Beat- See, I, I've been saying Beatrice. Beatrice. The streets
1: of Beatrice got me banging for show. And it's something about it I'm going to let you know. It's where I wrote my rhymes at. It's where I got my beats at the streets of B-Town. Got bang on the show.
0: Yeah, that's an original. I'm clapping, but I'm holding my phone, so I can't <laughs> clap without shaking. Uh. All
1: right, well, uh, you got any rapping thoughts, sir? No, I, that,
0: I rapped I mean, earlier.
1: Yeah, I don't mean R-A-P. I mean W-A-R-P. No, that's, no, uh, that's warped. You have any warping thoughts? I have a lot of warping thoughts
0: but all right man i will chat with
1: you well we'll probably talk between now and then but uh oh, we two weeks from now so the, seven o'clock
0: or eight o'clock eastern time
1: yeah eight o'clock eastern what Is it east okay well i know it's seven o'clock central so two six Tuesday- o'clock mountain five I o'clock
0: hope- pacific Just to clarify, all four time zones.
1: August 24th. August 24th is on a Tuesday, 7 o'clock Central. That's when we will be going live again, Geekery Update Live. Wait, I lied.
0: August 23rd is a Monday, so the 26th is a Thursday. So if we were to get the Spider-Man trailer, it would be the 26th.
1: Hmm. Okay, so we would be on the eve of that.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, But yeah, that will... So we'll bring you more news. uh, Any news that will happen between... Now and then, that's what we'll be discussing. And we'll probably talk a little on Titan Season 3. We'll probably talk on What If. Um, And I'm sure there's other things that I'm not thinking about right now that will probably arise that we'll probably talk there, too.
0: You will rise.
1: Yes. We'll probably talk about the Bad Batch finale. You you might might have it uh, been I'll have right? it done
0: by then because it's 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 coming out Friday, so I'll have plenty of time to watch it.
1: Okay. Well uh
0: You got it, Fred.
1: Yes. Fred yeah, we know Fred will be watching. He, I know that Fred's been, been watching it. He's yeah. been watching it week to week because if there's a bigger Star Wars fan than me, Star Wars geek, it is Fred. He went to the original showing. He was, went there May 25th, 1977. He was there. He was like, what? In his. I'm sorry, I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yep, yep. Was he's gonna be like, he was like, what? In his early 30s then? <laughs> kidding, uh, Fred. I, I love you. Remind, I love you. Finish the heart also for me. I just want to remind everybody that uh, so tomorrow, uh, Brian. I hope, hopefully you'll be there. Uh, it won't be alive, but we're going to get together and we're going to record three episodes of brain digestion. Actually, let me back up two episodes of brain digestion and one episode of comic share. Uh, we did comic share for geekery update before so we're going to make comic share its own thing, but it will be a brain digestion thing. So okay. look forward to that. Uh, with our, spe- we'll have a special guest, Gary odd Edmund. He is a comic industry artist. So he will be included in on that. He was in the first season of Brain Digestion. If you want to go back and listen to that, we talked Superman and Batman with him.
0: We did. All right. All right, brother. You have a good night.
1: With that being said, that's how the cookie crumbles.
0: That's the way the cookie crumbles.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Oh. (laughs) All
0: right, brother. I'll talk to you later.
1: All right. Bye.